just want to pray to the spirits for a little more help and protection here because it doesn't feel like it's going so well. My name is Joe. I'm the dungeon master of this campaign, and this is Advantage. Last time in episode 46 of this arc, our heroes gathered with Lieutenant Colonel Erica Try to discuss battle plans. Now, as the Tempestos march through the forest, combatants of the protected remnants lay and wait for an ambush. And that's where we'll pick up. So the four of you are concealed in the trees of the watched forest now. It's just past noon, but the air is cool down here in the valley. It's been very difficult keeping the few hundred of you hidden from the Tempest Oath as they march near the Charmed River. But the army is well organized. You are shocked, having never actually encountered them somehow, uh, despite my trying, never actually encountered them in person in the month since the burn to see how regimented they are. You'd expect that the Wood Elves would be a little more secretive in their advance, but instead they march like Pandominion soldiers, disciplined in structure and amassed in a single fighting rank, their brown cloaks trimmed with blue, uniformly kept. With their confidence and their numbers, attempts at stealth would be wasted. The Tempest Oath scouts have reached Marge the Barge, banked on the riverside upstream and are presently returning to give the intel to the leaders of the troop, presiding druid Ilrune Valric and his young oak Volnot. As Lieutenant Colonel Try had anticipated, they have brought the army to a stop in order to report the new find. The trampled grasses, indicating to the Tipistoth that the protected remnants are no longer at Letris. Somewhere above the army, unseen to the non-magical eye are an unknown number of invisible sprites of the hundreds of thousands. When you first encountered Orlander Beechtail, he was merely a private in their army. But because of your run-ins, he now commands a now battalion. It is at his signal on which you wait. At any moment, they will unleash their poisoned arrows into the army and a scrimmage will begin you will release a few volleys and then disappear into the forest. What is going through your heads right now before this kicks off? Auric is having to focus on the people that we are collectively trying to protect. Auric does not, in general, doesn't like taking life, um, but it's a little different in the case of animals, like for food or whatever, and so specifically, particularly, doesn't relish the idea of taking lives of not just people, uh, but people who were their friends and, and countrymen. 
And so they're having to focus on the good that it will do to get them through what it feels like the the wrong they must do. Uh, Morlande is very anxious. And uh, so she's just praying for safety for innocent people and also just that the loss of life will be as minimal as possible because so much damage has already been done. Um, and she is lamenting that it has come to this, but is but is determined. Like, she's feeling determined and, like, ready for it to be over. Like, let's do this, let's finish this so that we can move on. Grimton is definitely trying to say some quick prayers to Moradin and to Bahamut. Not only to protect the the dwarves that are going to be involved, but also because to him this is a small dose of vindication. Uh, nipping this in the bud for him is kind of like stopping what would have been the equivalent of stopping Grace Sunder in her dearth. Or at least that's what he's trying to rationalize it as. Alaris is writing a what could be a farewell message on the mirror paper Aww. to Maylin right before the, the battle starts. Just a general like this is it's about to go down type of thing like it was fun <laughs> fun the little time we got to spend together type of thing and just getting ready mentally prepared for what's about to happen i, I don't i don't imagine it would be something very long because we're like i feel like this is about to happen but uh something like dear may lynn even though our time together was short i enjoyed every moment i got to spend with you the odds are stacked against us, and I may never see you again, but I hope that I do. Then you hear a familiar voice shout, NOW! And hundreds of sprites appear in the air, coming out of their invisibility as they release their poisoned arrows. Um, I'm gonna roll a D100 right now. Like the actual one, um, or just? No, like a percentage die and a D10. So 53% of the Tempest Oath and supporting zealots collapse in unconsciousness. The army looks uh, exhausted and annoyed as planned, but then you hear the commands from Lieutenant Colonel Try shouting, ATTACK! as she releases a bolt from her heavy crossbow. Everybody roll initiative. Oh man. Oh, I'm glad I rolled so high on my initiative. Good. Oh, good. Stop rolling away. That's going to be 17, Joe. Also a 17 for Grimton. I haven't used this very much, Joe, but I want to take advantage of an ability I have called Ambuscade that allows me to get an additional turn at the front of the encounter. So it, does, it doesn't put me in first in initiative order. I just get one at the front and then wherever I am in initiative uh, order. 10, Joe. Uh, 19. What, what is this encounter against? So... So they just shot all the arrows, and are we now rushing in to presumably, like, charge? Like, the plan is, as, as Try uh, spelled it out, to fire these arrows into the, I'm going to say crowd, that makes it sound like they're civilians. Right, I know what you mean. Into the mass of soldiers. Hit as many as possible to at least, like, confuse them, get as many volleys as you can, and then... Uh, get the heck out of there. What are we about to do? Like, we just rolled initiative. You're playing a part in the ambush. Uh, we've yet to get to your, like, strike force maneuver. Awesome. That's what I was hoping. 
Yeah, okay. So we're we're ambushing. I am going to use something that I forgot I had until we played last time, <laughs> called the Pipes of Haunting. Do you remember giving me those? I do remember giving you those. That was episode zero one nine. Yeah, it's been a while, and I haven't had need of them of late. But I feel like this would be a good time. Um, I love it. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, let me read it for you know the masses to remember because I definitely didn't. You have three charges. You can use an action to play them and expend one charge to create an eerie spellbinding tune. Each creature within 30 feet of you. That was going to be my other question. How close is everybody to me? They're pretty far away. I mean, they can be on the edge of 30 feet. Like, we'll say that because you're a warden scout and because, like, you're trained in this stuff, mm -hmm. like, you were able to get pretty close in the underbrush. Okay. Every player that hears you must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or become frightened of you for one minute. If you wish, oh, all creatures this. in the area that aren't hostile towards you automatically succeed on a saving throw. I do wish oh, okay. that. A creature that fails a saving throw can repeat it at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself. Um, I, so I just rolled a d12 to see how many soldiers were in range of your 30 feet, uh -huh. and I rolled an 11. <laughs> I have to meet a dc15? Yes. All right, I need you to keep track of how many times I'm going to roll this. Okay. Uh, one succeeds, one fail another fail two fails total three fails total four fails total five fails total six fails total seven fails total uh another nope what comes after that eight eight fails eight. one eight. success eight, eight, eight fails total nine fails total another success okay that's it nine that's plus it? two two successes two fears so my goal was to just get them to literally flee like to run away forsaking the combat in general if i can't get that i will settle for them just being generally frightened if i remember correctly part of the frightened condition is uh fleeing as far away as possible or at least like out of eyesight of the thing that you are frightened of mm -hmm. and doing that immediately so nine of the eleven that are in your radius uh, immediately, like, duck into the crowd of uh, confused people. Two of them spot you. Damn. That was your ambuscade term, right? Yes. It's it's appropriate that you're using ambuscade during the an ambuscade. I know. You said it earlier, and, like, I had already planned to do it. I would like, reviewed all my attacks and stuff, and I was like, I don't use this enough. Um, and then you said it <laughs> earlier, and I was like, <laughs> One of the uh, ones that, that saw you is going to straight up come at you with the spear that is on their back because you're still in um, uh, me melee range, Steven. They're going to roll 16 plus 3. That's going to hit. I'm squishy. It's not being thrown. It's going to be used as a two-handed piercing weapon, which means I'm going to roll a d8 plus 1 is going to be 4 damage to you. Okay. Remind me of your hit points total. We're still at level 4, right? Yep, correct. That I'm at 34. 26. 27. 40. That's a higher than I expected. <laughs> you can thank the Merlinda, thieves. it's your turn. You're next in the initiative order. All right, so those two guys have seen us or just... Uh, They've seen Ulrich. We're in general proximity of Ulrich anyway, right? You, you know where Ulrich is, I and I've stuck together enough to be considered in the same yeah. area for combat. Oh, man, did I just X out of my sheet? Great. So... These dudes are running at us, and because I X'd out of my sheet, I'm going to do a thorn whip at them, because I know <laughs> generally how much that is. Um, so whoever's closer to me, that's who I'm doing this at. Okay. Um, and it's probably not going to hit, because that's going to be a 
13. Good news. You hit. What? This never happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never hit a target. I never hit anything. Ah, uh, well. Either way, plus stuff. Uh, I heard him five. No, so, like, I see that guy running at Ulrich, and I'm trying to be discreet. Um, so, like, I take the Thorn Whip, and it's, like, an extension of my, uh, you staff, right? So it, like, grows out of that thing. Um, so I Thorn Whip over there, like, and it goes, like, straight across his, like, shins as he's running towards Ulrich. And so he just trips, and that's how he takes <laughs> that damage. Okay, um, because you flavored it as tripping, this isn't always the case, but I'm because you flavored it as tripping now, uh, I'm making him prone. <laughs> Ulrich, it's your turn. In the initiative order. Oh. Uh, I would like to stand. I guess stand up a little taller. Like, I'm going to forgo <laughs> any... any. You are no longer crouching. Yeah, like, I was definitely in a crouch, but the, you know, the Skyrim eyeball got too big. Um, right. Uh, and I would like to uh, do a normal attack on the one who remained standing. Auric is going to try, like, generally for all of these to shoot non-lethally but they will lose an arrow. I will al okay. also make the one standing my hunter's mark. My base roll was 17, and I'm going to add a bunch of crap to it. 24. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um... Okay, so let me roll damage. I'm going to do 6 damage. Oh, sorry, sorry. Not, uh, 9 damage. I can see the one that fell down. I'm like, okay, they're not a target immediately. They're, they're less of a threat. So I was shooting at the one that was standing. Grimton, tell me what you're doing right now. I, I'm going to stab one of them with my lightsaber. The one that's standing. I'm sorry, with your what? With my radiant sword. That's an 18. Oh, that hits for sure. How much damage? Nine damage. You kill him. And so I wipe my blade on my red cape. Oh, dope. Love that. Wait, hold on. You're you're wiping a lightsaber? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Accidentally cuts cape in half. Absolutely cut self. <laughs> Ulrich locks eyes with Grimton. This is the beginning of what Ulrich believes to be a very long day with a lot of suffering and death. And so there's just okay. a moment sh a moment shared with with Grimton of, of sorrow. Not really like judging him for doing it, just like connecting, like locking eyes and, and there is evident sorrow on Ulrich's face for it needing to be done. So Grimton, you kill somebody, the one that you thorn whipped, Morlinde, mm -hmm. having just seen uh, his partner slain, is going to stand up and try to attack Grimton, uh, and then rolls a two. So that's <laughs> not going to happen. Alaris, it's your turn. So I'd already had this plan, but then Steven used the, the pipes, but I'm going to bust out the wand of fear nice. and aim it at <laughs> the army. The Figure army. I might as well use the whole army. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I need so to go look at my So are you gonna get items. right up in there? Like, are you, are you gonna? Yeah, run like run out of cover, get fairly close, and then just aim it at the the mass. I dig it. It will be a sixty foot cone of amber light enveloping these people. That is not discreet. Dang. No, but it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna roll a d100 to see how many people you hit. You hit fifty four. Okay. And now I'm going to roll another percentage die with advantage because this is a really cool move. First one is 70%, second one is 10%. So 70% of those 54, which is how many, Sarah? 70% of 54? It's gonna be. 20. Nope. No, it's gonna 30, be like 38. 38. Wow. What was it? 37.8. Ooh. Just saying. 
You both were on that. Yep. Sarah, why did you have to go to school? Zach's not in school, and Zach's not a math major. Zach's got that. Because <laughs> Zach's really good at D&D. <laughs> <laughs> really good at math. What looks to be, from, from your perspective down low, uh, it looks like almost 40 people have just fled away. My, my hope is like continuing the theme of just mass chaos to, to give as much time to shoot people as possible that like even though it only hit 40 obviously those people fleeing would hopefully run into like other people you know like just creating more chaos is is the general goal uh i'm gonna say it's the top of the round again uh morlinde it'll be your turn are you beginning the uh the fleeing process of this or are you trying to finish off the prone soldier I don't want to leave that guy to rat us out, so I'm gonna, uh... Murder him. Uh, he is a Tempest Oath, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I'm gonna just kind of, the you know the thing where Hulk grabs people and he swings them from one side to another? I'm gonna <laughs> like do did, that right? with my thorn whip, hopefully. Okay. Well, I nat 20 that shit, so I'm definitely gonna That's pretty gonna brutal. Yeah, like, I mean, that's... Yeah, you kill him. Probably just once. <laughs> I'm probably just gonna go thwap. Just once. Only probably, though. Only I, <laughs> I feel like there's got to be a lot going on in Morlinde's character right now, because, like, I know Morlinde you've killed before, but, like, your character is not violent or... Well, it's more like, what's the fastest way to do this? Okay, lift that guy up and smash him on the ground. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like you, you did it with, like, a Blast. fervor of, like... You're just in the moment, and you have to do it, and you have to do it fast because yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, like, I wasn't yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm not no, enjoying I, it. I guess I just always think of the thorn whip as more of, like, an actual whip whenever I was thinking about it. I think I can... of it more of, like, a big tentacle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah. Either way, it's still pretty violent. Anyway. Yeah, so that's that's sure. what happens, and then um, I want to start migrating back towards the group. I don't think migrating makes it sound a lot more passive it does. than what you're probably I'm gonna doing. Start, more like, Linda meanders. <laughs> more Linda saunters up to the. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go run up behind Alaris to back him up though, because he's out there by himself right now. Uh, that'll be okay. Uh, I'm down. I'm down every fight anyway. So you you really so just are. run out in the middle where people. <laughs> All right, it's your turn. So we just killed the two up in front of us, mm-hmm. uh, and then everyone else is starting the retreat back to our defensive position. Correct. The army before us is in a relative degree of chaos. I guess, though, it would be most important to do as Merlinde's doing, and, like, we need to, like, get together, and then we can retreat safely. So I, I too, am going to go back up Alaris. Uh, I'm going to prepare an action. Uh, I'm going to knock an arrow, and if somebody gets close enough to harm, like, if I feel like they're gonna get close enough to harm somebody, then at that moment, I will lose my arrow. Okay. So I just, like, ran up behind Alaris and knocked an arrow, and was like, hey guys, we need to, it's time to go back. Grimton. You just killed a dude. Yeah, for Grimton, it was, I don't know, it, it seemed justified. I mean, this was a Tempest Oath. It seemed like he'd made his choices. And this was just him being judged for them rather than dying needlessly. That being said, he's going to go join the rest of his party, weapons drawn, and give you a perception roll. See if there's any immediate Uh, threat. Yes. That's important. Well, I crit failed. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's still definitely immediate threats. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Joe. Y'all need to get out of dodge. Uh, Alaris, your turn. All right. 
I want to roll an insight roll, Joe, to see if I can um, determine where I think a commander would be located. That's going to be an 18. It makes sense to you that the commanding forces would be at the very front, um, but that would be where Ilrun, Valric, and Valnat, the young oak, are, and that Elder Cyanidel would likely be in front of the uh, support forces, which are directly behind the army. So you're about, like, right in the middle of the army at the point where you're, tr uh, in order to, like, max out the amount of fear and damage that you can do. Um, so you could go either way. We should just regroup. Let's head out. Yeah, and you're gonna take some opportunity attacks? Yeah. From who? From the people. From whom? Oh, From right. the 30% that are still right there. Right. There was a 17. That one's gonna hit... I'm going to give... Is he within five feet of me, Joe? Uh, yes, he is. Any projectile attack because of the... It's not a projectile. Oh, never mind. But he does roll a disadvantage because he's close to me. Does my readied action kick in here? Yes, it does. Uh, I'll be firing. He is not my hunter's mark, though, so I don't get... If I hit, it doesn't help. Ooh. Uh, it's going to be 23. Yeah, that hits. To deal... <laughs> 11 damage? Uh, you kill him. <laughs> So, like, I flavor this as, uh, what weapon was he carrying, Joe? Uh, he was about to attack with a spear. So this guy's, like, running full force with a spear, and I just, like, turn and see him and loose, uh, and the arrow takes him, like, square in the chest and makes him kind of, like, you know, fall, uh, and then the, the spear, like, hits the ground and sort of slides up to our feet, and it's a like sad a moment. Spear. This is the first, uh, like, humanoid that Auric has killed. So it's an intense moment. Oh. Like ever? Yeah, Auric is not like a soldier. You know, they they are in a scout force. They've killed, again, creatures to hunt as needed, but they've never been in open conflict with people or had to, to kill anyone. And so they're, they're definitely very conflicted about it because they did so protecting, but they also killed. So it was, it was hard. It's... Still, Alara's turn. Yes. And you and you're and you're still fleeing, and I'm still taking opportunity attacks. This is another opportunity attack that rolled a 19, which is going to do four damage. I'm gonna give you another one just for. Oh, that was a that was a nat 20, so that's gonna be nine damage. Um. And with that, let's move into a different stage of this battle. So we safely retreat. How did the first stage go? Hey friends, it's Joe. It's episode 47 of Advantage. This is it. The finale saga is here. This is the beginning of the end. And the very last episode of Arc 1 will be episode 50. Thank you to everyone who has helped us tell this incredible story, especially our supporters on Patreon, whose donations have uh, made producing the show easier on the cast and me. Uh, we also love our friends that we've made on Darkmoor Podcast Network's Discord channel talking with fans there is really heartwarming and it's stirring to see how people are reacting to these tense story points discord if you don't know is a free desktop or mobile app meant to bring groups into communication together um, advantage has proudly officialized our partnership with how friends roll working with them over the past like year and a half has been something really um, unique and special 
And so we've given our collaborative efforts a title, the Darkmoor Podcast Network, and we've created a Discord server uh, in an effort to mix our respective audiences and see what it generates. And as Arc 1 draws to a close, we've recently started releasing a bunch of uh, extra content on that Discord. You'll find visual concepts of characters and NPCs uh, from Nexby to Lieutenant Colonel Erica Try and even Karith, all built in the Hero Forge miniature program. You can find rough drafts of regional maps like all the Pandominion cities and the Kingdom of Herdearth and the city-states of the Watch Forest. Uh, there's even a map localized to the story of Arc 1 specifically. Good things are happening there, so go check it out. There's a link down in the description. Dark Silver Forge is still offering discounts for Advantage listeners. They have stunning zinc alloy die sets, 60% of the Advantage cast roll bones from Dark Silver Forge. Steven and Yessi both have sets, and I bought some last month. These dice are like five and a half times heavier than your standard plastic die. Uh, they are beautiful. Go see for yourself at darksilverforge.com and use the code ADVANTAGEDND, no spaces, all caps, and receive 10% off of your purchase. Likewise, our handle for everything under the sun is also at AdvantageDND. Uh, if you're new, know that we love chatting with folks on Twitter, and I hope to see you there. Because we're entering the finale saga of Arc 1, we're going to be doing a mailbag episode at this story's conclusion. You've still got time, but start thinking about questions that you want to ask the cast about the world and their characters. Uh, don't forget that patrons who give 10 bucks a month and more are invited to record with us for that episode. Patrons of $5 can sit in and listen live. You can send those questions to us on Facebook, Twitter, um, at our email, advantagednd at gmail, or Discord. Like, I don't know, just send it to us. We, we'll get it and we'll put it in the, uh, the Google Drive that has all that stuff in it. We look forward to hearing your questions and uh, responding to them. If you can, again, donate at patreon.com slash advantage D&D and uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, let's get back to the show. Thanks. Phase one complete. So now you've just got to get back up to the top. So you are running, like darting through the trees at full sprint. The elf in front of the mass shouts orders indistinguishable as you trounce through the leaves um what is your strategy here are you going for stealth or speed uh that depends i mean don't they already know we're here speed. They, they know we're here but do they know where we're going like it, joe can i can i do some kind of perception or insight check uh yes insight i use insight a lot That's i like i like insight 13 How's that gonna do? You know that the scouts were reporting back that there's a whole bunch of footprints as if like 3300 people or so had moved uh, in this one location up there. So they know where we're going. Ish where you're going, right. And so because of that, are you trying to conceal where you are in particular in the forest or are you letting yourself be heard in order to book it up there? I just figure we're booking it. Yeah. I like to read, so. Therefore, oh my gosh. With the strategy of speed in mind, I need your help painting me a word pic picture of this action sequence. Everybody roll for initiative again to see how quickly you egress from this location. 13. 19. 11. Ah, uh, 10. This is going to be a skill challenge. You've got 10 successes to make it without conflict. 
up to at least a tree line. Okay. And then with four failures, you enter combat. Okay. All right. Auric, what are you doing? How are you helping this out? I would like to use survival as this is literally for survival. We're running for our lives. <laughs> um, and, and like, you know, just like their senses are heightened. They're in go mode. Uh, they're a little emotionally suppressed because there's a lot of emotions that are going on, so they're having to kind of push them over to the side, and they're in a sort of hyper-focus mode. Uh, and I rolled, uh, 23. Nice. <laughs> I rolled 19 yeah, and I add you, 4. You nailed it. <laughs> so Arik is smoothly flowing through, uh, all of the flora. Yeah, you're in that, like, cool adrenaline state where you're just one with your, your body in action just flowing through the trees. Uh, Grimton, you're up next in the order. I'm going to use perception to see if there's any, uh, I guess, lines that are better to take that might provide more cover, even though we are going for okay. speed. For nine. Well, the DC is 15. Yep. That's going to be... Yeah, yeet. Uno, one failure. Alaris. Uh, nature to okay. see the pathway. Through. And you're all going for this pathway stuff. 17. Heyo, you're also accessing this f fun flow state. Morlinde. Perception to see if anybody is noticing or following us. Okay. A 24. You can hear um, commotion as leaves and stuff are starting to be rustled behind you, and it sounds like they're pursuing you to some degree. Auric, back up to you. As they are just sort of in the sort of flow mode they're not really focusing in the in the direct way from more and more in that like sort of latent or like back of the brain kind of way where your body just goes right. um but but they're also feeling a surge of of strength from the adrenaline that you mentioned so i'm going to roll an athletics check okay for 16 nice nice very good also, with uh, athletic stuff, if you want to do a constitution saving throw instead of a skill check, you're welcome to do that. Because I, I know that endurance is no longer a skill in 5th edition. So, in lieu of that con saving throw. Um, Grimton, your turn. Finding himself rather lost in the way he was trying to take, Grimton is, <laughs> Grimton is gonna uh, go back to Old Reliable Moradin and Bahamut and ask for guidance in a quick prayer as he kind of muddles his way through the woods. Muddle, again, seems a little bit more casual than you want to think. As he powers his way through the woods. There you go. You said religion? Yeah. I love it. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. I rolled a two, so. Uh... Grimton is the reason that you're terrible. I'm not saying that I single-handedly cost us to be halfway through a failure but <laughs> the, the funny thing about this that is, is the case i'm definitely imagining like the three of us like flowing beautifully through through the forest <laughs> and then grimton is just like yeah, like, like clomping along and like getting hit yeah. by the trees that we're dodging like literally yeah. doing everything it's, wrong it's like the three of you uh are fey creatures <laughs> of some sort <laughs> and you're fey creatures in the forest yeah in comparison to this uh, rough and tumble dwarf fighter. <laughs> also, like, as an amputee, like running isn't exactly his his forte. Probably not used to having to be in a dead sprint with it through the forest. 
I don't know. Dead sprint but is a little But don't you ominous. remember the last time we did something like this and he was like ahead of all of us? That's true. It's That's true. true. Are we climbing uh, a rock face then, though? Well, yeah, like, rocks are his, his people. Like, yeah. that's what he does. Rocks are his people. Alaris, <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. Um, that adrenaline's make me crazy. Tell me seeing, how you really feel, Alaric. <laughs> seeing that Grimton is having a little bit of trouble, I would like to try to imbue him with maybe a little fey magic or wisdom, if you will. I love it. And, and Arcana that shit. For a 12. Oh no, it's not transmitting the way that you hoped it would. Like, you're, you're, trying, to, you're trying to demonstrate almost... Do you remember your blade singer training, yeah. Alaris? Um, you're trying to like demonstrate like the flow and grace of like being in the Fey, and it's just not working out. I didn't translate it into rock. <laughs> <laughs> the dwarven language of rock. Uh, Moreland Day, it's your turn. You have four successes and three failures. Oh, yay! Okay, uh, I'm going to. Uh... I'm going to use insight to decide if we need to try and slow down and be more stealthy or if running up this hill is our best bet. By running, I mean speeding up the hill. Oh. Guys. Did you just create fail? No, but I. It's still only an eight. You might as well have. Yeah. Man, we had such a good run of those for a minute. A, a run of those? Well, like, every we did okay on skill talent. We had, like, some really terrible ones a long time ago, and then we were fine on them for a little yeah. while. And here we are back again. I will say that at any point you can break away from this fight and continue on toward your target of 10. As long as you keep advancing and like ignoring the damage and ignoring anything else uh, and not engaging in the combat, you can continue forward to meet these 10 successes. And we have three, four. Every time you fail, you're going to be entered right back into combat, and then you'll have to escape combat again. Okay? Right. Is it like we escape combat, and that's like a whole turn, and then we get a skill check the next time, and if we fail, we're back into combat, and we have to escape again? Yes. Okay. Oh, God. Spirits. Remind me what you were doing. You were trying to insight whether or not you needed to be stealthy or uh, quick. Yeah. So you get tripped. Uh, what what cuts you off from this, what's, this insight and the reason that you fail is because you fall on your face and are engulfed by a shambling mound. Oh. I hate shambling mounds. But you're engulfed and you are blinded, restrained, and unable to breathe. Not this again. On the next what the on the next turn you take the saving throw. Oh. So blinded, restrained, and unable to breathe. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. Auric, it's your turn. Okay. We'll say for the sake of the scene, that you see Morlinde get taken down. How relatively close... I'm trying to decide if, if a range attack makes sense or if everybody's close enough for melee. So so are they within five feet of me? Are they going to be able to get an opportunity attack? Uh, nah. Cool. 
You wouldn't be running right next to each other. You'd trip over each other. Instead, more than they just I mean, tripped maybe, over your Maybe that's why we failed. I'd like to that's why you turn, mark the creature with my hunter's mark, and loose an arrow. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 25. <laughs> I rolled a oh, 19. Yeah, uh, nine damage. You spin around and see the person that probably brought this shambling mound into existence. It's a druid dressed in tempest oath brown and electric blue i'll clarify this is not either of the leaders or cyanidal this is just a soldier that is also a druid it is going to cast thunder wave which is especially foreboding i love that spell though yeah it's really great everybody make a con saving throw yay i definitely did not succeed seven thirteen four Everybody with 13s, I have good news. You're going to take half as much damage. Otherwise, everybody is going to take 9. So you're taking 9 or you're taking This is is not good. Grimton, it's your turn. So I'm bringing up the rear, I guess. And I'm just going to keep my, like, sprint momentum up as I, like, draw and try to slash through him. Are you gonna? Do you want to make this a charge action? What does that mean, mechanic? Charge action side. I feel like it's you run at him and then you probably get like advantage on your. Is this, is this not? Is this not fifth edition? I mean, a charge I know is something you can do in fourth edition. Yeah, apparently charge is not a five e rule. I'm looking on the internet right now. Interesting. That is interesting. All right, good flavor. <laughs> <laughs> For because I need to keep you alive a long enough. For this whole battle to take place uh yeah go ahead and roll that with advantage right. so that one was a 16 cool 11 damage 11 damage is very very good tippest o soldier who's going to try to make a spear attack against you grimton for not enough it's going to be alaris's turn okay i would like to fire bolt the tempest oath druid and that will be a 24 Man, I'm not prepared at all. I don't actually hit things usually. Uh, <laughs> um, that will be one damage. Ooh, nice. Uh, you have nothing to add? I don't think you get to add things to attacks when you're a wizard. You just roll whatever it is. Uh, behind the last soldier that trotted up is going to be a second who's going to make this attack with advantage because they have pack tactics. Mm. It's going to be a non-natural 20 to hit, Grimton? No, it misses. Somehow this spear uh, does not hit you. It it glances off of your shield, and you deflect the blow. Merlinda, it's your turn. All right, well, I'm, like, all sorts of in a mess right now, so I just need to save for, like, four things, right? You are restrained. You are blinded you are unable to breathe (laughs) okay great well the first thing i did not save for whatever that was summer what's the first thing blinded blinded sure i'm still i'm still blind however 19 for not being able to breathe i totally can breathe uh i'm gonna move it to the shambling mound's turn so now you can go ahead and save uh and try to meet that dc 14 con saving throw can i keep my last roll that you didn't let me tell you yeah it's a 20 Hey, thank goodness, because I would have had to roll 2d8 plus 4. Yeah, uh, that, that that could kill me if you, like, did a good job. 
<laughs> if I'm doing my job right. I'm not trying to kill you. I want you guys to win. Alrick, it's your turn. I'm gonna shoot the shambling mound again. <laughs> I'm just killing it with rolls. Uh, that's 23. Nailed it, yeah. For 10 damage. Uh, Arik, give me a, an insight roll, or an arcana check, or a nature check. Uh, I chose nature, and it was 3. My base roll was a 6. Bummer. Druid is going to try to hit Alaris with a quarter staff. So it's that kind of fight. He's going to roll with disadvantage. Ooh. Because I'm next to him, right? Yep. 10 versus AC. Uh, no. I have a staff, and he has a staff, and neither one of us... Kung Fu movieing? We're not... It's not, like, druids and wizards not really proficient in the hand-to-hand combat. So it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a pretty easy parry. Um, just kind of moved slightly. Yet, yet somehow and... still awkward. <laughs> Grimton, it's your turn. I'm gonna attack that druid. That's a 15. Nice. 10 damage. Um, it's going to be one of the tribal warriors' turn. Ah, damn it, I gave it away. It's going to be one of the... Um, <laughs> Looks up tribal warrior. The, I'm going to attack Grimton, and it's going to miss, because I rolled a 9. So nothing I can do is going to beat... Uh, Grimton, what's your AC? 22. In that case, it's going to be Alaris' turn, who's locked in weird hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> staff to staff. Uh, sounds like a good time for a shocking grasp. I'm just going to grab whatever is closest and most available. <laughs> and I rolled a two. Damn it. Two for the attack? Well, seven. Two for damage. Seven for the attack. You grab robes instead of body. It's going to be another tribal warrior's turn. Who's going to attack? Grimton. It's going to miss. Morlinde. Uh, so I'm like out of there. Is the mound still a thing? The mound is still a thing. Uh, I'm liable to just, like, take out Flame Tongue right now. Yep, that's what's gonna happen. So I remember that Grimton gave me this flaming sword. I'm, like, super amped up on adrenaline. I'm really freaked out because I just was blinded and couldn't breathe. And this mound thing is totally in our way. So I'm just, I am in hardcore freakout mode. And so instead of going through all of the spells that I know and could use right now. I'm just like, whatever. I'm going to pull out this sword. I'm going to say, Abla, really loud. And then, no, not really loud. At a reasonable volume. And then, <laughs> Abla! Abla! And then, <laughs> I'm going to uh, slash at this mound with a sword of fire. I believe it's the D8 plus 2D6 fire damage. Alright, uh, does a 14 hit? Uh, so you can flavor it in a way that gives you one extra mod. I look over and I nod approvingly. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I just need that nod of approval to get that plus one? Let's do it that way. Sounds good. Let me swing at this dude. I literally just put down my D8. Six plus two that's eight plus six that is 14 in total and i don't do i the add fire damage gets the half fire, though doesn't yeah. it yeah so that's six plus, it's just 10 then okay and then did you subtract one for your strength nine then <laughs> do i need to add a proficiency here no so i would only deal with strength plus whatever you, add, okay, cool. you oh yeah you subtract your strength dang it yep 
Okay, nine. It's going to be the Shambling Mound's attack now. Who's going to try to slam the person that just stabbed a sword into it. Great. Great. I take that back. It's going to try... It's going to engulf you again. Uh, you are now engulfed. Wait, it, it can just do it with no roll? <laughs> Correct, because it's counting on the fact that you're not going to be able to uh, to save on its next turn, and then it's going to... You're going to take the damage. Okay. Um, Auric. I would like to roll some kind of check... Can I roll nature to, to realize that it, at, at minimum this is in a, like their attacks are ineffectual? Yeah, I was uh, remember those insight arcana or nature rolls that I had you do. Uh -huh. That was for this. Okay, so I'm gonna do another one because because they've now seen three very su successful attacks and are confused. Ten. Sorry, kid. So I'm gonna shoot at the shambling mound again. Sixteen. Hit. I am going to deal seven damage. Auric, you're going to be the subject of this next attack. Is, that a, is the druid attack? It is a druid's attack. And it's attacking Auric with a ranged attack? He'll have to roll with disadvantage. Ooh, Do we also yes. get attacks of opportunity? Because he's right there next to us and he's not focusing on that? Specifically Zach. Correct. I want to see him walk over and just you, like... <laughs> yes, it does. That was my mistake. Good catch. Yeah, uh, you're going to take... Uh, an opportunity attack on the druid. Yeah. Los dos? Los dos. I'm sorry, I'm eating pizza. Uh, well, I crit failed, so... That is like the third one tonight. An eight versus his AC? <laughs> sorry. Yep. According to Yessi, he still has to roll with disadvantage. Because I took the protection class ally. attack style. That was a three. That was it. Yeah, it misses. Nice. You, uh, it's gonna be Grimton's turn. Grimton's gonna pretend no one saw his last swing, which kind of just, like, helplessly went to the side of the druid as he was drawing his bow. Or maybe your lightsaber, like, blinked out for a second, and you're like, huh, and you had to, like, hit it to get it to come back on. <laughs> yeah, which is like... So that's gonna be a 21. Yeah. Murder this thing. For eight damage. Tell me how you kill him. Yay! So I see him uh, get distracted by uh, Ulrich and his shambling mound, I guess. And I take the opportunity to swing at him, but as he's drawing his bow, I miss. So on the backstroke, I just come up and like get him under the armpit and like up through his arm. It's going to be one of the warrior's turns who just saw you slay... Uh, one of their leaders and is going to throw their spear at you grimton non-natural 20 and that will miss alaris it's your turn the shambling mound is down mound down let's go i say as <laughs> as i turn and flee the scene make haste i guess if you will yeah using some nature okay Nope, that's a 10. Another combat. <laughs> uh, so the tribal warrior is going to try to halt your pursuit and is going to throw a, a spear at you, rolling a non-natural 20 again. Alaris. He's throwing at Alaris. At Alaris, who's now ahead. Now far enough away, Yazzie, I see you. <laughs> uh, you're going to take five damage total. Okay. It's going to be Morlinde's turn. You are free from the... Uh, Shambling mound. Uh, so how close am I to the uh, warrior dudes? Like ten feet. Is that 
far enough to like not provoke an opportunity attack if I run away? Yeah, there's like a square between you guys. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna try and escape so I can get on those rolls and stuff. Okay. What do I have to roll? Uh, whatever you want. Just above a 15. Insight yet again to see uh, how much time we're losing in this freaking battle. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, 16 plus 21. There you go. All right. What's this like? How much? Oh, I guess I, I, that's my job to tell you. Um, we have forever. There's so much time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you maybe lost 45 seconds tops in that battle. Okay. Can I, like, keep rolling, or is it just, like, one per turn? It's Oryx's turn. Okay. The Shambling Mound is gone. The, the, Druid, is the gone. Druid is gone, but there's still two soldiers, right? Yep. Okay. Who you can escape from. Uh, Alaris has, did not successfully escape, and Grimton is also still fighting. But Morlinde did escape. Correct. My previous hunter's mark has vanished, so I'm going to set a new hunter's mark. Was there one that was closer to Alaris? No, they chunked a spear. Just that that one then, the one that threw a spear. I'm just going to loose an arrow. Okay. For a uh, 23. So the one that just loosed the spear is actually like within 10 feet of Grimton. So that was a 23. Yeah. Versus Grimton's... Shield of missile attraction. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening. So you attacked Grimton on accident. My is a twenty-two. Oh crap. <laughs> uh, I do res- I do resist ranged weapon attacks because of the shield, so I'll take okay. half the damage. Alright, hold on. Oh, this is good. So you're then you're only gonna take three damage. Um, because you're not my hunter's mark, so you don't get that added thing. So here's how I want to play with this. I like, there's this, like, very cinematic moment of focus where I'm about to, like, clearly dispatch this enemy, and then the camera, like, follows the arrow, and then it, it and it just, like, careens over, um, and it, uh, it hits Grimton in the shoulder, but not like a direct hit. It, it's like a glancing blow, so it hurts. And I'm just like, uh, what? <laughs> Grimton, it's your turn. How do you react? I yell out, it's the shield. Don't throw, zing- don't throw weapons. Don't, ow. Don't throw things in my direction. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and then you you realize that the, the shield is basically painted like a bullseye. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Ironically, I did not hit the shield. I hit the I hit the the person, but um, Grimton, it's still your turn. I'm gonna try to keep running up the hill at this point, since uh, he feels like he's dispatched the the greater of the two threats between the druid and the two soldiers. And I'm just gonna roll an athletics check to try to get my momentum going again up the hill for a nineteen. Uh, flavor this for me, and it's going to be Alaris's turn next. Grimton, having just uh, been hit by some friendly fire, decides that this is probably not the best place for him right now. And seeing that the Shambling Man disappeared after the Druid fell, then he's gonna like start moving his way back up uh, the hill, being careful to like, or being mindful to use his like prosthetic as kind of a spring. Uh, Alaris. So the one that threw his spear at me is still up, right? Do I am I technically engaged in combat at that point, or you're engaged in combat if you want to be? 
Nah, I'd rather just keep leaving. The only time when you're engaged in combat is when you fail a check, and then we are pausing. Okay. And continuing with the combat. Cool. All right. I would like to think back to earlier today and try to remember the way that we came and remember the best pathway back thinking about the history of the the, the day. <laughs> I knew that's where this was going. It's a, it's a stretch, but I'll give it to you. <laughs> uh, that will be a... 21. And with that 21, it's very apparent that, oh, the best way to get up the hill would have been to go over a few hundred yards to where, like, the big clearing where all the grass had been trotted down and all the sticks have already oh, been broken. Yeah. Hey, right. All the rest oh, of the yeah. army. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been good. Morlinda, it's your turn. All right. Um, I'm just going to use religion to... Um, I just want to pray to the spirits for a little more help and protection here because it doesn't feel like it's going so well. Okay. Uh, 18? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, your turn. So, everyone else has successfully fled combat. You've got 8 successes out of eight 10. 8 successes out of 10. Now, if I fail, are they all brought back into combat, or is that just... Is yes. It, oh. So, I'm gonna do a stealth roll. And I'm gonna... I'm gonna flavor it. I'm gonna flavor it after I do the roll. Because if it like goes well it's gonna look one way and if it goes horribly i've got another way for it to go okay so here's what happens <laughs> i i see that everyone else has left combat and i and i was going to try to like stealthily escape and by stealthily i meant like throw like a ninja smoke bomb on the ground and just vanish mm-hmm. what i had instead for some reason um, is effectively a paintball. Um, so, like, the <laughs> the opposite. It, they looked really similar, but it's going to explode with, like, like a colorful powder instead. Um, so then I throw it... When, when did you get this tool? I mean, it's for the flavor. I can... I don't need this tool. Wait, 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 wait. Roll again with advantage. Okay. Because you know what you do have? What? You do have those splash potions of the spell Entangle, or Entangling Strike, or whatever it is. Oh, okay, so here we go. I rolled 18. Much better. Hell yeah. So here's how yeah, it goes. So here's how it goes. So wait, wait, wait. What do, what do those those potions <laughs> do? Those, I just like... It makes it difficult terrain. It, it doesn't quite help you disappear, except in that, like, it distracts from your pursuit because now they have to okay so here's how it works i chuck this thing straight at the foot of one of these people one of these soldiers uh and it's immediately just like 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 it opens up and you know entangles them and they're distracted so i use that moment to like stealthily vanish and i being wee small uh disappear pretty easily so it gives the effect of having vanished even though i'm just like creeping around and running I love that. That's very good. So, now um, we're at nine. Grimton. So Grimton is old. So, you know, his conditioning, his, his stamina isn't what it used to be. But he's going to, like, really dig deep and think about, you know, all those times where he had to patrol the northern border of Fedurth. And he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to keep hiking up the mountains. 
but he persevered, and he's gonna roll a con saving throw. Okay. Acceptable. <laughs> Not twenty. Nice. Yes. 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 Twenty for twenty, or twenty for ten. <laughs> You break through the tree line and catch yourself tripping over a, a loose rock. You look up and see 200 yards separating you from the safety of Sanger's. You see the powerful silhouette of Erica Tri, who has already made it up the hill from the ambush point and now stands in the center, up high on the boulder that Brabach had pushed up the hill. With her stand, elders Fallhide and Yesrik making themselves visible in order to bait the action on this side of the mountain. The lieutenant colonel stands with her fist up arm bent at a right angle, signaling to the tiers of archers hidden behind the breastwork to hold their attack until the time is right. not gonna hit because that's gonna be a 13 uh against ac yeah it's always against ac hey, yeah this is 5e <sighs> i know i do the Fifth same edition. thing i just wanted to you do that 13? because joe does it to us every single time and now it's my turn hey steven go to hell um i probably will definitely in a crouch but the you know the skyrim eyeball got too big um right uh and I would like to... Bethesda sue us. <laughs> Please sue us. Or, or better yet, just make our game. Um... Hey, Todd. <laughs> hey, Todd. This is me speaking to you personally, Todd Howard. <laughs> I will sell you our world. <laughs> 24. Uh, yeah. Um, AC is uh, 12, so, yeah. <laughs> Oh, thanks for that information. 12% to 0.12. Shut up, Siri. I, I'm going to stab one of them with my lightsaber. The one that's standing. I'm sorry, with your what? With my radiant sword. Lightsaber. <laughs> lightsaber. Lucasfilm, sue us. You're right. It is a lightsaber. Disney, sue us, I guess. Oh, man. Hey, they will, though. Disney yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. We killed anybody yet? Yeah. Didn't Sarah kill somebody once? <laughs> yes. Yes. But <laughs> but uh, Grimton has not yet, right? I'm pretty sure Grimton has killed things. Yeah. Things. But like people. Grim Grimton as a person has definitely killed lots of people. people. Yeah. Like no, millions. I meant in in millions of people. In the Grimton's millions. in the context. <laughs> millions. Yeah. I'm single-handedly <laughs> the reason there was an extinction. Anyway, I'll take one. Joe, 
Just give us all beers. Yes. <laughs> Is there going to be alcohol at Joe's wedding? Yeah, if there's not, I can, uh, I have, like, I'm recording this. I think the question is not whether there will be. It's not whether or not he planned for there to be. Well, that's what I'm that's, saying. I mean, like, I have, I have, like, a decent amount of, like, flasks and things where, like, if we need to bring it in, I can. It's just up to y'all what you want. Plus, I'd have to probably fill it before I went to Arkansas because I don't want to, like, bring my liquor and... My parents don't love alcohol, so it would be weird to show up with, like, a bottle of gin and a bottle of whiskey. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> got a neat sneak on you. Hey, Joe, is there going to be alcohol your at your wedding? Oh, hell yeah, there is, my dog. <laughs> High fives. All is well. <laughs> I, I heard a self, I heard a self five called a uh, a homeschool high five earlier this week. <laughs> that is a good name for that. I was homeschooled. I feel like I missed the best joke of the day. A self five is a homeschool high five. Would it be bad to use that with my students? I think they get a kick out of it. They're all in public school. They are, You're they good. are in public school. Yeah, well, I just won't use it in front of another adult. There will be some adult somewhere that's like, that's offensive. And at that point, you can stop. But until then, it's easier to ask forgiveness and permission. All right, so y'all good? Yeah. Still got recordings? Nope. Yes. <clears throat> As an amputee, like, running isn't exactly his, his forte. Like, I don't imagine his... Tell uh, that to that uh, South African Olympian that murdered his girlfriend. Well, oh, that yeah that changed directions. I just meant like I don't I don't know if if Grimton's character is an Olympian. Pretty easy Perry was my nickname in high school. The lighting in your room, Sarah, is really good. I know it is like sunset, but like on the other side of the building. This, so it's just like all sky when you were lounging framing on your camera was super cool yeah like it looks like it would be a cover photo for somewhere that's funny like just you casually like leaning back i am anyway yeah i'm the most casual casual the chillest the chillest oh my god it does look like an album cover right i should be on the you know the super chill beats youtube playlist <laughs> you guys know what i'm talking about i do Study jams. Staff to staff. <laughs> Ooh, sounds like a good time. That would be shaft to shaft. Uh, sounds like a good time for a shocking grasp. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, oh. please grab his ass. Please just do it. Just like, just, just scoop, just squeeze it. I'm going to just, grab. Just grab his staff. I'm just going to grab whatever is closest and most available. <laughs>